<laughs> okay, it looks like we are live, or is that live? I always let's uh, be the, live. Let's be alive. <laughs> I, I get the, the the punctuation wrong. How you doing, Mr. Russ John? Well, I'm I'm uh, humbled and honored to be here, Mr. R. Ronald uh, Earl it, Wilshire. Well, I appreciate that. You know, we were just talking before I punched the record button. Me and you did 15, 20 podcasts way back in the day before anybody even knew what a podcast was. Yeah. You remember those days? And we were actually in an actual radio station studio doing this stuff. So. I mean, we, we were like the earliest of the earliest adapters or adopters, whatever you want to call it, on yeah. this podcasting thing. Isn't that yeah. crazy? And I'm thinking, and I was telling somebody the other day, what would have happened if we would have kept doing it? I don't know, but. Well, and it goes back to like we were talking before the, before the recording started is it's attention. <laughs> it's like, okay, we have to pay attention to what we're doing. Otherwise, you know, you get distracted, life happens, you know, you get other projects in place and you think, okay, well, I'm going to run over here and well, consistency and, uh, you know, staying in place is challenging at times. Well, I think you, Russ, well, first of all, Russ Johns, he is the uh, head captain at the piratesyndicate.com. Actually, I've got a little thing here that I yeah. made for you. Piratesyndicate.com. Do you like that? I love that. <laughs> thank I mean, you, just thank for you, you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so what happened is, uh, uh, Mr. Russ Johns, he was the my early techie friend way back in the day. Uh, and so we did like 15 or 20 podcasts and we had to travel or I had to travel. Was that, uh, just a radio station that you were renting or you're renting time on or wh what was that? No, I was actually managing that. I was live streaming. Uh, I was live streaming audio and running shows for Fort Bend ISD high school varsity sports. And we were broadcasting the Skeeters at the time, you know, they changed their name recently. I I remember that. But we were broadcasting that over AM radio. I was, I was managing three radio stations and doing lots of uh, community effort in in that arena. And I thought, well, you know, let's just use this gear while it's available <laughs> and not being used. We'll just create some podcasts out of it. And and where we was it called a podcast back then? Yeah, yeah. So it's let me ask you this. I'm using the same platform today as I was using back then. Well, let me ask you this, because I want to kind of on this podcast, I want to kind of get like some history of what we've done together and how, because we think a lot alike, which I don't know if that's good for your reputation, Russ, <laughs> to, to get that out. But um, then I want to kind of let people know what you're doing. And then I want to kind of go into what you think's coming up and how whoever wants to listen to this, how they can capitalize on what I call monetizing your skill set mm -hmm. and leveraging your intellectual capital. Because as you just said, I think there's the, the technology today makes it to where, man, there's so many things we can do with it. So give us yeah. a little bit of your background and how you got into that and what happened and what you're doing now and all that stuff. Well, uh, and thanks for that. I appreciate that, Ronald. The thing that we have to always understand is history repeats itself. You know, anytime you have uh, technology involved or a change in the uh, industry, it, it is going to take place. It's going to happen. It's going to continue. 
And I'll give you some perfect examples. I started out in billboards. I was a musician and I fell three stories, ended up being the safety director for the company <laughs> because I had experience now in gravity. You had experience in falling, right? Yeah, I had experience in falling. So I was teaching people not to do that. It's kind of like the dude that robs the bank. Then he goes and tells them how not to get robbed, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I'm, I'm now a consultant on I'm not falling. <laughs> <laughs> the unfaller. The unfaller. And then after that, I got tired of that. And I thought, well, you know, being a professional squirrel hunter, I, I, I wanted to get into technology. So I got into technology and IT and did that work. And through the industry, I was one of the individuals that actually helped evolve the uh, painting, hand painting of billboards into printing billboards. So the technology of printing billboards and printing copy in the industry, uh, I was involved in that process. And then the next process in the radio industry, I was involved in the, the possibility of distributing audio across multiple radio stations from a single source, which Clear Channel evolved in and actually ended up causing the end of my career in that industry. Are you talking about syndication? Yeah. So what Clear Channel did was buy up all these local radio stations for their towers and, and licenses. And then they centralized the broadcasting and they just had a bunch of people, you know, rebroadcasting and syndicating shows to all of these radio stations. So all the local stations, uh, you know, the salespeople, the general manager, everybody that was there, you know, went away. And just like that, they bought uh, the Ackerley Group, which was in Seattle at the time. And we had multiple stations. I think we had, I don't know, seven to nine stations. We had television, radio, and outdoor advertising. And uh, I was in the IT group. I was project manager in there, managing all this uh, telecommunications, these broadcast signals to other radio stations. And uh, then all of a sudden, boom, they're done. So that was... That whole process taught me that we have the opportunity to make changes in the industry. And if you're not in front of it, you're going to be you know, caught off guard. And so my goal was to stay in front of technology, adopt te the tech and understand what's taking place, what's the next thing. And so I could help people understand, hey, this is how you, you, know, you create your brand, your personal brand. And that's why we connected so well is because we're both really in tune with our personal brands. You know, put and your name out there. You, to kind of get, I always kind of like, you know, because I live uh, a lot in the past and I live a lot in the future, you know. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, but I like to go back and, you know, that's really the only way you can change your past is how you look at it. <clears throat> so I go back and I kind of have a different view of it. But when we met, do you remember how we first met? Yeah, I think the first time we met was in a jewelry store at a networking event. Are you serious? Where was that at? <clears throat> uh, it was... Uh, Here in Houston, obviously. It, it was in Houston, yeah. And I think it was in, down in the south side of Houston, outside the Beltway. And we were promoting... A, it was with the Main Street Chamber. That's when I was with ah. Main Street Chamber doing all of the networking groups and... Uh, 
Tony uh, out in Katy. Uh, remember Tony Gambone? Tony, I, I actually Tony saw him not too long ago. Yeah, Tony, yeah. good guy. So was I with uh, Catherine or who was yeah, I with? Yeah, you were with Catherine. Um, and we started up a conversation and... Uh, years later, we're here. Yeah, <laughs> we're still connected. And that's that's a trend that people need to pay attention to because you know people come and go. However, once you build your community out, just like you have, you know, people stay in tune, stay in touch, and you don't need a hundred thousand followers. You don't need a million followers in order to create a business. It's nice for the attention and it's nice for traffic and, you know, building up uh, momentum. However, to build a business, you don't need that many people in your community. Well, I call it, uh, well, first of all, what I've done is I've pulled back from social media about 75% because mm -hmm. I think that if we really knew the return on our time that we're getting, we'd probably cry for the time we spend on it. Uh, now, I'm not saying if you have somebody that knows what they're doing, that knows how to run paid ads, all that, obviously that works. But I think for the average person, what I'm all about, I want to show somebody like me that's a non-techie, somebody that has a message, how to attract people to that message. And what you're talking about, I think we have become, uh, I call it a metric slave. Mm -hmm. We're so all about the numbers. And I think you're right, Russ, that you don't need a ton. There's what, 4.8 billion people in the world that have internet connection. How many of those people do you need to, to buy back your time? You know, you don't need that many of them. Yeah. So what I kind of want to talk about today is how the average person, as I said before, can, first of all, identify their skill set. What, what do I have that other people would want? And then mm -hmm. once you figure that out, how do you monetize it? Does that make sense? Well, absolutely makes sense. You know, it's like, what skill do I have? What people are, what skill are people interested in learning? And what are they willing to pay for? And it's that simple. You know, it's, so it's, let me ask you this. So how would, let's say I came to you, how would I... You know, I think probably my only skill that I've ever had in my life is what I'm doing right now. I just like to talk, you know, <laughs> and, uh, and that is a skill. It is a skill, but it's funny because I'll tell you real quick how I started um, Wilshire Media Group. Mm -hmm. is as some of y'all know, I know Russ knows this. I used to sell these little widget call, widgets called new homes and uh, I got really good at it and made some really good money doing it. Um, I obviously didn't manage it very well, or I would have already been gone, but that's a whole nother story. But <laughs> I did learn a lot about money. But anyway, I, uh, uh, didn't have a lot to do, even though I sold a lot of houses, but people would call me and they would say, you need to call Ronnie, get your shot of Ronnie. He's very motivational. And yeah. so I get home one day and this was when I was with, uh, the first amazing skinny blonde, Sherry, the mother of my son, um, well, years ago, she had told me, and Russ, I may have told you this story, I don't remember, but she used to tell me, Ronnie, your head is full of useless information. And, you know, she kind of joking with me, you know. And so, uh, you know, several years later, I'm in the new home sales business, and I got home one day, and she had heard about all these people calling me, and the word was out, you need to call Ronnie, get your shot of Ronnie. Uh, he's very motivational. So I get home. She goes, you know, Ronnie, all this information you give out, uh, 
it's very valuable. You should start charging for it. And I'm like, hmm, hmm. useless information to it's very valuable. You should start charging for it. You know, I came up for us with a term. I don't know if I told you that's called blonde logic, right? <laughs> anyway, no. So that's literally what I did. And maybe that was about the time that I met you. I don't remember. Uh, and I'm not going to go real deep into that story, but that's kind of how I started my business. So I said all that to say this. So if if I was to come to you and say, man, I know I, I like to talk, mm -hmm. how would I monetize that? What would you tell me? Well, what you're doing is is really uh, you're part of the process. First and foremost, you have to have a way of communicating and attracting individuals. You know, like in your book, Miscellaneous Ramblings of a, what is it? Uh, From a miscellaneous bring the book up. <laughs> yeah. So it's attract and engage versus chase and convince, right? And I love that statement because it, it, it actually, uh, yes, yes. Chase and convince, yeah. And so the reality is, is in today's world, that can take place. And the, the most uh, useful platform for that is on social media. You have a podcast or you have a live stream or you have a recording or you're tweeting it out or you're posting it. YouTube channel. YouTube, absolutely. And so that's a piece of the puzzle. However, like we were talking about before the recording started is you have to, you have to understand what people are searching for. What's the emotional transformation that they want to receive in order to accomplish the pulling out of the wallet, placing the money in your hand and saying, teach me because you know, a little bit more than somebody that has, you know, hasn't had your experience. And what they're looking for is that confidence that experience that you have to share with them your journey of the last several years of going through not knowing to knowing. And that can be around any topic. So what you're selling is knowledge. And that's what makes digital media, social media, and this digital world we're living in such a useful and productive place. Because all of a sudden, we can share those ideas that somebody thought were useless ramblings into <laughs> something that is now valuable techniques that you can use to sell homes, sell furniture, sell whatever it happens to be, sell more knowledge. Well, Rush, a while ago, I think you hit the nail on the head early on from when we first started talking, and it's this. It's all about building your list, building your tribe. I don't care what business you're in. You have to have somebody to sell it to, right? Yeah. So here's what I've always said and what has helped me tremendously. And again, it's because we have stayed in touch over the years that me and you are talking today, right? So yeah. I tell people your whole goal is if you're not making the money you want to make, you're not starting enough conversations. But once you start the conversation, you have to have a way and have a system, as you said earlier, a system in place mm -hmm. to keep that conversation going as long as possible. Because a lot of people out there, if you can't buy something from me today, they forget about you. You know, yeah. that's a huge mistake. And so I always try to simplify everything down to 
when you start the list, you identify your skill set, right? Then mm -hmm. you brand yourself because what is your competitive advantage in the content war? It's your personality, right? Because right. I was thinking the other day, I see all these, everybody, it's kind of like uh, there used to be no photographers. Now everybody's a photographer because we all have uh, cameras now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, now everybody is a podcaster because you can buy a microphone, you know? Yeah. So I think still the, the key, the goal, and you can opine on this, Russ, is it's all about the personality. It's going to, it's going to, what do you call it? It's going to take care of itself and clean itself out to where the only people that's going to be doing and listening to build up a podcast and an audience of people that have personality. What well, it self-qualifies. Right. Yeah, it self-qualifies because there's a lot of people that could teach you podcasting. There's a lot of people that can, you know, help in a lot of different ways. And, you know, real estate is a perfect example. You talk about selling homes. You know, there's a lot of people that can sell you a home. However, the difference is going to be the person that you remember when you want to purchase a home and the person that you, you, you remember the number for that you can call and say, I know I can, I can reach out to Ronald Earl Wilshire and he's going to, he's going to provide me with some value. And but that's the difference is, is being known, staying connected, building your community out and, and actually staying in touch with that community. Russ, you're just putting words in my mouth, you know, all day long. Okay. First of all, number one, it's not my position or my, um, what do you call it? My job to stay in touch with you. You're, it's your job to stay in touch with me, right? Secondly, no matter what business you're in, it's your job to stay in touch with them. They're not going to I always tell people, people are going to call whoever's the, that's being staying in touch with them, right? So I say, yeah. show up stay in touch. Most people don't show up. Okay. But of the ones that do show up, most of them don't stay in touch. And so I have my reasons for that. Why do you think more people don't stay in touch? Well, uh, the number one reason is they don't have a system that allows them to stay in touch. Russ, have you been listening to my stuff? I am dead <laughs> serious. I say that exactly word for word. I think more people would stay in touch if they had a simple system to stay in touch. So here's here's a perfect example, full circle on the conversation here, is if you have a system that allows you to stay in touch, stay in front of your contacts, communicate with them, and it's a framework. It fits for every business in the world. It fits for every activity that you can imagine. And once you have that framework... And that's what I'm building in the Pirate Syndicate is, is I'm helping solopreneurs, creators create frameworks so they can stay in touch, stay in contact, build communities, and communicate with the, the individuals that are attracted to them. You know, and, well, and, and that's as simple as that. Well, I think it's, it's you stay in touch, but you do it and you add value. Because well, yeah. I don't know if you ever heard this dude, because, uh, you know, the last two emails I got on and I want to talk more about your pirate syndicate because I, I just like that name. Uh -huh. But uh, did you ever see that uh, picture of me and Catherine when we went to the Ren Fest and I was a pirate? Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I would be a, I would be a good uh, spokesman for your company. Uh, well, you, you and here's the deal is uh, 
you are qualified to be part of the pirate syndicate because the idea is that I'm doing a daily newsletter, right? Okay. I read the last two that you sent me because that's the only two you've sent me since I got on your list. Yeah. But you can go read all of them on on the Pirate Syndicate under blog. So the, Which the is reality the is pirate syndicate.com, the one at the, the pirate syndicate.com, just like you have of, down below. Bottom of here, down at the bottom. And and actually there's more. And and as you know, technology takes time. So as I develop this, my goal is to invite people like yourself that are contributors that know, like, and trust. Uh, you know, that I, that I understand and appreciate their message and their word and then have them become contributors to the, to the daily newsletter so I can promote their offering and support their growth. Cause my mission in life is to help more people, help more people. And, and I love I can, that. I love that saying. And if I can help you help your community, imagine what that outcome is going to be like. We all win, Right. Right. Well, here's the thing that I was thinking, uh, and one of the reasons why I wanted to bring you on here mm -hmm. is, you know, nothing happens until you start a conversation. Right. Nothing happens, right? So what you're doing is similar to what I do is I tell people, register your name, set up your list. Now, you've been using Project Broadcast for a good mm -hmm. while. Yeah, I love that. Uh, I have my email list like you, but uh -huh. I want you to explain to me, and we're just kind of firing on all cylinders here. What what do you like better, or what is the pros and cons of your email list versus your text? Well, <clears throat> completely different messages. Uh, you, as you know, I've been using you know kindness is cool and smiles for free or for years, and I love that. And so the kindness crew is delivered through Project Broadcast which is a daily reminder that, hey, you know, there's more to life than, uh, you know, the challenges that we have when we wake up. You know, think about kindness. Think about the possibility rather than the challenge, right? Okay, so before you go, tell people that's never heard, what is Project Broadcast briefly? Pro Project Broadcast, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> because Project Broadcast is a text messaging app that allows you to create campaigns, conversations, and deliver automatically messages to your community that allow them to engage and, and remember who you are, what you're doing, and why you're doing it. And then, so how does that compare to your email list on the Pirate Syndicate? So the Pirate Syndicate, and this all ties together, and this, here's the master plan is that I own the brand tweet, te no, textyourbrand.com. Right. So I'm going to do interviews just like this, talking about texting so I can add value to my newsletter and then continue the kindness crew on project broadcast and also supplement that to specific campaigns for people that want to learn certain topics. So if I do if I do shows on uh, text your brand, and then bring that into the newsletter and add value, some people are going to go to the text messaging app, some people are going to stay on the newsletter, and some people are going to go to the website and watch the shows, and then have webinars on that topic, and so we can talk about a single topic that is a piece of a communication tool to build community. Well, or you got some weird people like me that do all three or all of them. 
Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and so that's what I've told people. So the whole goal is start as many conversations as possible. Mm -hmm. If they're cool, that's my determining factor. And I wish I'd have learned this a lot sooner and a lot earlier in my lifespan, but I only hang around cool people, non-cool people. Even if they can buy stuff from me, I don't want them in my life. So if I determine they're cool, cause see most people will, will judge people based on whether you can buy or not. Yeah. I don't judge people like that. I judge people on what I call the coolness factor, right? Yeah. Or the likability factor. So if you're cool, I want you on my list, whether you buy anything from me or not. Why? Because Is that your way cool list? My way cool friends list. Yes. <laughs> but, and, and I was thinking of that when you said text your brand, would you be surprised that I have a texting for humans.com? <laughs> I would not be surprised. So <laughs> I wouldn't uh, fully expect that from you, Ronald. <laughs> In fact, I would have been disappointed if you hadn't. No, yeah, so I would have committed thing, if, right? I, if you didn't. <laughs> well, so. here's the thing, and I think, <clears throat> and you, you, you chime in on this. Okay. I think everybody out there, especially the what we've been through the last several years with all these criminal politicians trying to control our life. Mm -hmm. is everybody's on information overload. Yeah. And you can't live on information overload. Forced action can never be sustained. Everybody's been in the reactive mode. And you, I'm sure you've heard the term back on your heels, right? Yeah. Oh, he has him back on his heels. Well, that's the reactive mode. You can't live your life like that. You've got to get in the proactive mode. And the way you get in a proactive mode is you simplify your life. And when I say simplify your life, a lot of people, they'll take their little plate, right? And they start arranging all this mumbo jumbo. No, take your plate, right? Take everything off of it and only put back what is absolutely necessary to you achieving what it is you want to achieve. And so my point in that is once you start the list, whether it's project broadcast through texting or email mm -hmm. uh, or both, I think you should have both. Right. Agree. And so once you do that, now you've got cool people on there. And what do you do? You constantly send things that will add value to their life. Distribution. Right? I'm sorry. It's all about distribution when you when you get to that point. Right. You have when, systems. When, when somebody asks, so what do you send, Russ? What do I send? What do you tell them? You send value. Right. You send whatever you think will add value to their life. So yeah. I was going to tell you, I don't know if we've talked about this before, but there's a guy out there called the voiceover beard. I think okay. that's his domain. And he only shows himself from like here down, just shows his mouth. <laughs> but I was listening to something to him one time because, you know, I've had so many people say, which I'm going to, I'm going to put my book and my, my other, my hooker book and all that. I'm going to put it on a podcast and just so people can listen to it. But he says, every time you send, and I'll get your feedback on this, every time you send email or text, you're building that, that adds value to somebody's life. Now, again, he didn't say this specifically, but this is kind of what I got out of it. And because I never really thought about it in this manner. Every time I get an email from the pirate syndicate, number one, I think about Russ Johns, mm -hmm. right? And number two, if you're adding value to my life, something's happening that you may or may not realize. And it's called building up intellectual currency. Yes. 
So what happens is you add value through texting, through email, through your YouTube channel, whatever. You're building up all this intellectual currency. So when it comes time for me to buy whatever you're selling, what do I feel emotionally uh, obligated to do? Call you because you've built up all this currency with me, right? Yeah. Or better yet, if I run on to somebody that needs what you're selling, I'm going to be more inclined or feel emotionally obligated to send them to you. But if you haven't, number one, stayed in touch with me, and number two, haven't added value to my life and built up that intellectual, uh, emotional currency, it's none of that's ever going to happen. Does that any of that make sense? Absolutely. It makes sense. And then going back to the analogy of the real estate agent, you know, it's like, okay, I can buy a house, you know, from anyone, but if the real estate agent that has the emotional, intellectual, and, and the value add and has built up that currency, that's the person that they're going to remember. That's the person that they're going to go to. That's the person they're going to call when they're ready to make the transaction. And that and transaction is universal. Russ, I can't. Well, the, the, the transaction is like buying gas. It's a commodity, right? Yeah, yes. But so. But I mean, the idea and the concept is universal. It, it can be applied right. to a website, Anything. a business system, a CRM, content creation, you know, fill in the blanks, you know, business strategy, accounting. I'll give else. you, a, I'll get, I'm sorry. I, 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 I try to be good at not getting over people. So you have to, <laughs> I thought you were finished. Sorry about that. I'll give you an example of what you just said in action. Okay. I have an agent of mine that bought a landing page. She's been a client of mine for years. Super, super nice lady. And I told her you need to get on project broadcast. Cause I told her you need to stay in touch with people. You know, she goes, Ronnie, I had a really good year last year, but, uh, I had this one lady that I found out about. She bought and sold a house and she didn't call me. It's one of my customers from years ago from, I hadn't talked to her in eight years. She said, I know if I'd have stayed, just simply stayed in touch with her, she would have called me. See, so I cannot tell you how much business you're losing if you don't have a list set up that as a simple way to keep your name and face in front of people. And what, is, what does that require? Is systems. Is a system, right. And a but framework. Here, here's that's the thing, and Russ, that's what you're good at. ThePirateSyndicate.com, get a hold of him, he'll show you. Yeah. But here's the thing that I've always said, which a lot of people already know this about me, but I have a very simple mind. I think in very simple terms. I think, and it says in my book, genius is the ability to make the complicated simple. So mm -hmm. when we talk about a system, if it's not really, really simple, you're not going to be consistent and persistent enough with it to get results. So it has to be simple. You agree? Yeah. A confused buyer is not a buyer. <laughs> yeah. Well, but I'm talking about even the people. You have to have to, to, to keep working your system. Yeah. I have a lot of people that I work for in real estate, uh, with in real estate that hire me. Ronnie, I have this CRM. I have this, but it's too complicated. I, yeah. I, I don't understand it. So whatever you're doing, if you can't show it to them and see, make them see how they can use it simply, it's not going to work. One of my posts recently on the uh, the Pirate Syndicate newsletter was about the curse of knowledge. 
and how sometimes because we know a lot about a topic and we and we almost get to the point where it's muscle memory that we think everybody else knows that information and the reality is is people don't know that information they don't have that knowledge and they don't have the experience that you have so so keeping it simple is like that's that's secret sauce that's like the magic dust in the equation because when you when you simplify it and make it crystal clear and you make it easy to access and everybody understands it that's you know remove the friction from the purchase well two things number one i call it kindergarten clear right i like and that number two is you have to uh the system has to be something that so simple that you will keep doing it. I think too many people focus on results. Now yeah. results are important, but that's yeah. not in my opinion, what you should focus on. And we'll get your feedback on this, Russ is I think you, and I have a little meme that's in the second edition of my book. It says develop the discipline to work the system and trust the process. The results will amaze you. Yeah. So the results are important, but they're not nearly as important as setting you up a system that you will be consistent with. True. Your, absolutely. Your thoughts? Well, the question you have to ask yourself is, uh, just like a podcast, just like what we're doing here, just a live stream podcast, whatever you, you want to call it, audio podcast, video podcast. The reality is, what is the value of offering value to the community you're talking to? Because you, there's not a one-to-one -one ratio of, okay, if I, if I inspire one person, I'm going to get one client. It's not that equation. So you have to let go of the expectations of the outcome, continue to add value, and no one understand the universe is going to, the universe is going to return the investment. I can agree does. with you more, Russ. It always does. I call it detaching yourself emotionally from that outcome. And I have in my book, it says the, the, um, now I'm trying to think of it, the ultimate equation, added value plus pure intent equals divine prosperity. So what does that mean? You go out there and add value and let go of the expectation and what's going to come back to you. You're yeah. going to come, value is going to come back, but I and think, you never know where it's going to come from. Right. And, but if you add it, it's going to come back. Yeah. It's like a yo-yo. Yeah. And so, <laughs> but again, so let's say once we identify what we're good at, there's so many people out there that don't understand. And you, what you said a while ago made me think of this. We, we take what we know for granted and we assume everybody else knows it yeah. and they don't. It's a huge mistake. And it's an opportunity as well. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> because, you know, I think about all the things that are going on right now that there used to be there wasn't the technology that will allow us to uh, monetize our skill set and leverage our intellectual capital. There, were, there was a capital barrier. I had to travel to do a podcast, Russ. One of the reasons I quit doing it, I'm sure, is I had to travel all the way down inside the loop and 59 somewhere, right? Yeah. 
and it just became too management intensive for my little brain, you know? And now we're, we're across the country. I'm in Arizona, you're in Texas and we're still doing it. And that cool. Yeah. So, which, which, uh, tells me I, uh, before I forget, I want to have you back on and do another episode, but my number one goal with this is number one, if you want to get on, uh, Russ's, uh, email list, the pirate syndicate.com. I've, I just got on it. I don't know if you just started it or if I got off or whatever, but I read the last two emails mm-hmm. and I really liked that. And I think that another thing that so many people out there, they have, have forgotten the power of email. Yeah. People that say email is dead or not, they're missing the boat. They're, 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 I'll tell uh, you, go, go ahead. ahead. Uh, I'm on, I'm on, you know, I have, I had almost 29,000 connections on LinkedIn and uh, they recently uh, booted me off. Okay. And and this brings up another great story that I've said so long, Russ, Uh, because you used to do your pirate syndicate on there and I was on there that I thought that was so cool. So tell me why that as Corey, what's her name? The lady I told you about, what's her name? The Mexican chick, super nice lady. Your social media tribe or audience is rented. Your email and texting audience or tribe is owned. Yeah. So tell us that story really quick and why you should have your list and own your list. Well, I just went on. I created this long, very intensive, valuable post. And I went to bed. I, you know, I had put out the newsletter. I created some content, you know, added some value. And then I got up the next day and I had actually tagged a couple of really high profile LinkedIn individuals on this, you know, as part of the, part of the offer. And all of a sudden it said, uh, your LinkedIn account has been restricted, uh, to, to ensure that, you know, security is in place. And so all of a sudden I got logged out our, our, policies had changed, whatever they, you know, the message was. And it's like, wow, this is a perfect example of why I tell people, because I've been doing hundreds and hundreds of episodes of live streams. You know, I've, I've been on there since 2005. I've never had an issue. And all of a sudden it's boom. Okay. Turn in your ID, make sure that we're, you're not a bot. And I'm just going, that's just, that just influences my vision of building my own community on my email list, on my text message, and make sure that I have direct communication with the people that want to connect with me. And that you own it. Yeah. You own it. You are in control of it. Yeah. So I I cannot stress enough how the money's in the list. And I'm sure I sold that from somebody, but it's like Frank Kern said um, that I watch a lot and you're familiar with him, right? Frank Kern, absolutely. He said the money is not only in the list, it's in the, what you just said earlier, the relationship you build with that list. Yeah. I can't tell you in the last year, the number of people I've had come and renew their landing page, renew their domain, renew their email that I've just stayed in contact with. Yeah. You know, it, I cannot, I cannot stress enough how important it is to stay connected. Stay connected. Uh, I don't know if you remember uh, a guy named John Reese uh, back in the day. 
he was a and Frank Kern was in the room, Tony Robbins. There was a, several other people, but all of them, I saw this probably eight, 10 years ago, mm-hmm. but they asked him if you could start your business over, these were all multi-million dollar a year earners on the internet. And they asked him if you could start your business over, or if you had to start your business over, what's one thing you would do different today than when you first started. And Russ, do you know, without exception, Without exception, every single one of them said, I would have started my list earlier because I didn't understand the value of that list. Yeah. So what is your opinion on that? Second the motion, moved and seconded. (laughs) (laughs) The money is on the list. (laughs) The money is in the list. And it's not only that, it's the relationship that you can grow from the list. Right. But it's about adding value to that list, right? And just sending things. So it's it, one of the things that I've done with my uh, email list and with my texting list, uh, and we and I'm I'm actually do uh, tonight. I'm going to do at seven o'clock a little short presentation on Ronald Wilshire's uh, slash Zoom RonaldWilshire.com slash Zoom. I'll put it uh, put it out. Yeah, drop but it. I'm going to I'm going to talk about Project Broadcast and how to get started. But here's the thing, Russ, is most people don't understand. They stay too much in the sales mode and they don't get enough in the add value mode, right? They're always trying to sell, sell, sell. You can't sell until you start the conversation. I've been guilty of that. We all have. We've all been guilty of that. But but I want to come back to a technical question now that you brought up Project (laughs) Broadcast again. What is your strategy? What are your systems in order to continue to grow your list? Uh, I've had a lot of people ask me that, and one of will my you be sharing that on the uh, the absolutely the I will, and I'll share it with you right now, and through whoever else is listening to this. Yeah, quality is much more important than quantity in just about everything in life. Okay, so I'll give you an example. When I first started about two years ago, Project Broadcast, I put a ton of people on there without them opting in. Mm. Well, about a month ago, do you know what I did with 300 of them? Deleted I deleted them. them. Because here's the thing, and I've always said this, I would rather have 10 people listen to what I say and engage with me than 10,000 that don't. What's the use, right? There's no purpose in it. It's a huge waste. Like you said it earlier, everybody thinks they've got to be all things to all people. They don't. You just, you need to have, you don't need a big tribe to buy your time back and go and do whatever you want. You don't need a lot of numbers. You just focus on cool people, quality, and engage and add value to them. So did that answer your question? That added, absolutely. And the reality is, is we have the opportunity. What happened to your pirate thing? My pirate. I actually like that. I'm going to get me a flag (laughs) to put behind mine. There it is. I like that. Is that a screen? That's a TV, yeah. Yeah, I love that. I need to yeah. put one on mine so I can put different things on it. Well, here's the here's the the trick is that I, I'm doing different brands. So like when I do Love My Dub, which I, I have an affiliate program with, I talk about that show. And then I add that value. And I, I, I teach people on how to use Dub and how to create courses and how to create uh, landing pages and live streams on, on Dub. And uh, same with Project Broadcast. I'll do that and tweet your brand. 
and, and do courses and, and tips and suggestions and recommendations. So I'll have you on that show. And then, you know, there's some other, there's some other, I, I think I have 12 domains that are going to be feeding into this community. So the, the, the goal is to, what is the goal of the 12 domains? So the, the goal of the 12 domains is to interview experts on that specific topic. All right. Like Project Broadcast. So I have content for the Pirate Syndicate, the newsletter, the blog post, and the community. Okay. Yep. So if you want to learn about that, because what happens is a lot of these online marketers and, and you know media people, they teach you one piece of the puzzle, but they don't teach you the entire puzzle. You never get a big picture of everything that's needed and necessary to create an online business. So if I can actually share all of these components and say, this is how it works together, this is how it all comes together, and this is why it's related, and this is what's necessary. Because you have your email list, you have your your text messaging program, you have your book, you have your, uh, you know, your social media presence. And those are all pieces of the puzzle. And they're, if someone didn't know that you were doing something over here, how would they know? You know, you, you're doing a lot of things to make all of that look easy, but well, it's not always easy. And, and I agree that I think the expert, you know, I remember one time I sold a house and closed it in 48 hours. Mm -hmm. And I think now you have to have a minimum of eight or nine days, but this was back in the wild west days, I guess. But my <laughs> boss looked at me, he goes, yeah, Ronnie, easy money. And I looked at him and I said, Jim, it wasn't easy. I just made it look easy. Yeah. <laughs> he just smiled at me. So here's the thing though, Russ, is I agree with you, but again, it all goes back to that list. You have to have a list. And most people, I've got 6,200 contacts on my phone and I've been calling 10 people a day, sometimes 30, sometimes none, but I try to call 10 people a day and tell them, hey, I'm just reconnecting with people on my phone, seeing who I should stay connected with or disengage from. You're on my phone. Uh, you know, if you want to stay connected, text me your email or, uh, yeah, text me your email. I'll add you to my way cool friends list. If you don't know who in the Sam Hill, this is just uh, delete this message. You know, I've delete, I've, I've, uh, uh, scheduled two CE classes off of that. And I've added 96 people to my email list of people that actually text me back their email address. That's perfect. Just because... calling, just yeah. starting a conversation. Mm-hmm. I, uh, a number of years ago, I, I deleted 20,000 off my, my list. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it's, it's, it's like quality. Say it's, it's quality. about quality. I, I looked at it and I thought, you know, cause I've been in a lot of business. I've been lived in a lot of, a lot of locations and, you know, I, I scrubbed it and I thought it's not, you know, let me go back and start building relationships with this. So. Well, you, you ask about project broadcast. So here's something I've learned and we'll close with this and I'll have to have you come back if you're uh, interested. Cause I like, this is the reason I started this podcast is just to talk to people and hopefully somebody will listen to this and get like motivated and have the tools to actually go do something. Right. Yeah. So, but you mentioned about project broadcast. Uh, one thing I've learned is I don't put people on there. They have to opt in. Okay. Yeah. Now, when you just first get started, you got to put 10, 20, 50, whatever. But once you get your list going on project broadcast, you make them opt in. Yeah. So one thing I've learned is they can block you 
and you're still paying that credit, mm -hmm. right? So yep. that's why I deleted 300 off is there's yeah. a way to go in there. And if people haven't engaged within a month, six months, whatever, you know, cause it could, they have changed their number. They may have just blocked you. So I make people opt into that. Yeah. On, but on email, I tell people, Hey, I'll add you to my way cool friends list. Mm -hmm. I add them on that, but I actually tell them and then I text them and tell them again when I meet them in person. Because again, wh wh why do I do the podcast? Have I started this up? Why have I do I do CE classes? It's all about starting conversations and getting people on my list. It's all about building the list. So where are you going to put this uh, this podcast, this broadcast, and in, in where Apple, are you going to start broadcasting it? Apple, uh, Google, Spotify. Uh, Amazon, all of them. Okay. It goes on all of them. And you're going to do it as a podcast or a live stream or a video podcast? Both on Spotify, okay. but just as a podcast with audio on Apple and the others. Because I think Eden, that'd be a question for you, Russ. Eden, Spotify, the only one that you can do video and audio? Yeah. Yeah. So And uh, YouTube. YouTube oh, has YouTube. podcasts. Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah. So it goes on. YouTube also because so my goal with this again is just to start conversations with cool people, get your information out and then, um, you know, see what happens because people can't give you money unless they can get a hold of you. Right. <laughs> and that's something I've learned. And secondly is you got to make it real easy for people to get a hold of you. You know, I have uh, you have to become memory friendly. You know, yeah. a lot of people out there say, well, people, what are people going to think about me if I do this or that? I'm like, your problems, people, not people thinking about you. Your problems, people not thinking about you. That's your problem. Okay. <laughs> and so maybe you should stop. People don't care. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you should stop thinking about all the people, what they think. You should stop thinking about what people who aren't thinking about you think about you. They're yeah, not thinking about you. Okay, that's your problem. So uh, people don't care unless you know they care. Right? <laughs> they don't care. You know, it's like I have in my book. It says, "Don't go and tell people all your problems because half of them don't care, and the other half probably think you deserve it." <laughs> so uh, anyway, we're oh, gonna man. we're gonna close up, and if you want to come back for another one uh, in the future, we'll do it. So tell Always. people again, Russ, Mister Russ Johns, how can we get a hold of you? Just hit me up at bookrust.com, book a call, schedule a schedule a, a quick call, see if there's something that we can connect with, and just go to the Pirate Syndicate and sign up for the newsletter. That's the easiest way right now. The PirateSyndicate.com. It's a going across in a little ticker. We're all yep. nice and fancy, ain't we? Yep. PirateSyndicate.com. Yeah, I've gotten two of those, and I'll have to go back and read through your old ones. But uh, I appreciate you coming on. Uh I'm Ronnie, Ronald Earl Wilshire. If you want to get a hold of me, uh, ronaldwilshire.com or call me 281-395-1000. I appreciate your time, Russ, and uh, we'll have to do this again and uh, uh, have some more fun. What do you think? Absolutely. Look forward right. to it. See you Take next care, time. Bye-bye.